So in today's episode, we are going to look at how cybersecurity and online marketing work together. Let's look at it from a different perspective. So online marketing, what is it? We have maybe a sales funnel, maybe we have online ads, we have maybe search engine optimization, maybe we even have a WooCommerce online shop or anything like that. So the thing is, what are we doing this? We are doing this in order to go and sell some products, some services online. Or we want to people to come to a website, call our phone, and then visit us, ask us, sell, and so on and so on. But the key thing is, once the people are there, marketing is still continuing because we still have to get them to go and decide actually to buy from us. And yes, it goes from the marketing into the sales process. Nevertheless, doing that entire interaction with our online content, our online presence, and all the kind of ways that we interact with the people. Even when we are getting from them data or when we are selling them something, they are then going to maybe pay online. Now, in all these different steps, there's risk involved. So not only that we have some silly typo in a, in a marketing text or we have some outdated information or maybe the product description is long, longer valid because the product has been upgraded, updated and so on. But that's a different thing. We're focusing now on how actually cybersecurity can help us not only get more clients but make them have a bigger trust in us that they will buy from us. Now, let's think of it where are all the risks involved so people visiting our website people going through our systems or a catalog maybe selecting a product maybe even then ordering the product paying maybe online not everybody goes and pays online some maybe like companies they make make an order and then later on them do a bank transfer and so on um or they need a quote or anything like that nevertheless even when we are making payments online, there's risk. And as the financial industry is changing, it's affecting as well e-commerce, retailers, service providers, anybody who, of course, and we all do, somehow touch money at a certain point, physically or virtually. And that's where things are changing. Because now with ESG, things are getting a different kind of touch. So people are becoming more aware. We can't do it the way we used to do and just waste, whether we waste resources, company resources, products, items, material, even our personal time. If we waste that with inefficient things, we are creating cost that is unnecessary. And especially when you think with bureaucracy, people sometimes do print out a lot of paper and what happens with the paper? Somebody else scans it in again, and then they throw it away. So why print it, scan it again, and then throw it away? Why just don't read it online? Now, um, cybersecurity, on the other hand, has the task to protect us. Whether the customers visiting our website, our online pages, our sales funnels, and so on, even if they are using an online chat, to communicate with one of us. Even there, 
cybersecurity has to protect us to a certain degree where it makes sense and where the risk really there. Because if we overcomplicate things, then, of course, the buyer will be annoyed, confused, or just simply move on because it, the website is too slow or it's supposed to be uh, user-friendly, but it becomes so complicated. In mobile, it's then even worse because on mobile devices, we only have certain kind of using a website and not like with at a desktop or at a notebook using a mouse and so on. Now, um, yeah, so finance touches always e-commerce. And with finance becoming sustainable finance, sustainable financial services, they have a different attitude towards how we, if we are e-commerce company, how we can do business with them. Because if we can do business with them, we can do business with our clients who are actually buying from us products or services. Now, the key thing about this whole keyword sustainability and sustainable, as I said, it's being resourceful, but as well not being wasteful. Now, cybersecurity in this environment and this whole complex results in us having to see where are the risks, how can we improve, what becomes too complicated, or maybe even if we say uh, we have to take certain actions to reduce our risk and our clients' and visitors' risk. And secondly as well, we have to think, are we still okay on this platform that we are now? Let's say you have your websites on some hosted server and you realize when you're doing all the security enhancements and you do the a speed test and you notice well the website works great but it is far too slow then you have to decide what can i do maybe i move my entire website or certain part of a website to a cloud system or to a special kind of system and so on as an example, some people will move all the DNS services to Cloudflare. And then there they'll have then um, all the address data. I mean, where all these different websites and subdomains and so on being pointed at where they are. And if you move then your websites from maybe a slow server to a fast cloud service, then you're already speeding up. And if you've got a service like Cloudflare in front of it, then you get an additional speed and security. That's a nice thing. Because with this, we make the customer happier, we build trust, and we are much faster, safer for us as well. We have less risk of being attacked by hackers and uh, other people who are trying to maybe hinder us from taking doing business because maybe otherwise if we are so good in doing business we maybe take somebody else's business away the market usually will have a certain abundance of buyers and just being focused oh we only have 10 buyers in the market and the competition is taking seven buyers and i only have three left no no you can't think like that nevertheless of course the world outside of our heads is different to how maybe we perceive it 
And when we think about how we can really make our business more sustainable, then we have to definitely incorporate as well cyber security because that opens us as well an opportunity to include it into our online marketing by building trust and showcasing that we take data privacy, data security, and all these other aspects that relate to protecting the interests of our clients and of our organization, because thereby our organization becomes sustainable because we are using modern infrastructure, high security, but still being good customer service, reliable, efficient, transparent, and having as well all the necessary precautions to avoid somebody accessing our customer data. And you then can show that by, for instance, having uh, trustable logos, like you have logos from Symantec and, and, and Microsoft and other kind of big names that then you can have on certain parts of your website to build additional trust level in the mind of your buyer. And it's a nice thing because you get two things. On the one side, you reduce your risk. Of course, lower risk insurance, lower insurance costs. Then as well, of course, you pose a lower risk towards the financial services that take the payments on behalf of you. And they then will see that you are not such a risk like maybe some competitor who isn't doing the homework. And in the end, you win in several areas. You get more clients to become clients and buy more. And on the other hand, you reduce your operational costs because insurance and financial services notice you are a great company. You are acting responsible and acting as well in a sustainable way. And one key thing I want to warn you as well, when you think about all this sustainable stuff, don't try to do greenwashing, blue washing, and all kind of label washing that you can get. That won't get you anything. In the short run, yes, maybe a few people more will buy, but eventually people will realize we're just using some fake labels, but not really acting in a sustainable way. Of course, as well, the way you ship your products to your clients, they will realize, hey, they're not being sustainable. There's so much plastic and other kind of stuff. I don't need this. And that's the key thing. You have to see how can I show as well my bias that I am acting in a sustainable way. So they notice, hey, I prefer to buy from somebody who's acting more sustainable. Like 20, 30 years ago, people didn't think about all these uh, biological shops and so on and um, ecological, all friendly, no, um, no chemicals and so on. But now many people want to have these ecological products, these bio products that are sustainable and they're willing to pay more. Now realize that if you can even increase your prices and still sell more, what does that mean for you? Higher profitability, higher return of investment. And if you one day decide to exit your company, you will get more money for your company because it is sustainable, it is a lower risk, higher profitability, higher return of investment. 
and as well, of course, your sales are higher. Because the thing is, it's no point if you increase your sales by 500%, but your margin shrinks, shrinks by 50%. Well, that's no point if at the end you're making a loss. So you have to somehow go and bring everything up to the positive instead of three things up to the positive and one to the negative, and then you go broke. Makes no sense like that. So cybersecurity increases your trust value towards your clients, increases as well your ability to increase as well your sustainability rating. ESG ratings, you need a loan, you will save a lot of money at your bank when they notice, hey, you've got, let's say, ISO 9001 certification and this and this stuff and so on. You have all these different precautions. You haven't had any bad negative uh, um issues, no fraud cases, another kind of stuff, it makes things much easier for you. But of course, you have to put effort into it. You have to invest beforehand and then build it. And once you've got everything running and start promoting and as well getting the message out that you are not just green, not greenwashing, but you're actively pursuing a sustainable strategy, your online marketing will increase your ability to get more leads and as well to get more sales. And that's why we're doing this. So in the next episodes, I will be looking at other aspects where you then can decide, okay, how can I go and start finding out these things? Maybe you even notice that's great, but I don't know where to start. I haven't got any idea about psychosecurity or anything like that, you might say then there are different kind of options. Even if you decide, well, I've got somebody who is technically wise, I'd like to train him on the way. There are many options. And I'll be talking about that as well in the future episodes, because it is important to continually invest in our staff. And doesn't matter if you have one employee, if you're just yourself, you invest in yourself as well, in your business knowledge, technical knowledge and so on, e-commerce, marketing, other kind of knowledges, you have to keep updating yourself as well. You can't just say, oh, well, I did a blah, blah education, training, degree. Even if you have got a PhD, your PhD 20 years ago doesn't help you in today because the industry, the markets have changed. And yes, there's some basic frameworks you can apply but if you do not upgrade your knowledge, this PhD will be just a piece of paper. So looking forward to you checking in as well on the next episodes. I'll be coming soon. So after you've heard the current episode, I would like to just um, make a few remarks. So you've been listening to all the different episodes that I've been publishing, and I've been giving you quite some nice advice here and there. I've had some guests that you might have listened to and thought, hmm, that's really interesting, and I should do this, I should do that. And okay, I've made a list, but how do I do it? Now, that's the tricky thing. I went to many courses over the last, let's say, 30 years or so, whether it was an IT marketing 
Backlink-Marketing, uh, SOE, Google Advertising, and so on and so on. That, and so many things you can learn. It's crazy, especially if you are not a marketing agency, but you have a small business, medium-sized business, or you've just bought a company, and you think, okay, I have to take it over and have to improve the marketing. I want to increase the revenue and so on. It can be quite tricky. There are different areas. So we have to, of course, at the beginning, focus on one platform where we're going to do our marketing and sales activities. So the first platform, especially if you are in B2B, which means you are selling services or products to companies, you should go and focus on LinkedIn, not Facebook, Meta, TikTok, and so on. That's no point. Yes, there are people there who are usually working as well in companies who might be your buyers. But in this case, I would say you're wasting your energy and your resources. So best thing and the simplest thing, if you want to get started properly, is focusing on LinkedIn and building up your profile, your content, and all these things. Now, I released recently a book based on all the stuff that I've been doing myself, that I've shown as well other entrepreneurs how to get it done. Because the thing is, you can spend so much money on people telling you, you have to do this and you have to do that, selling you courses, selling you uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. I once had a marketing agency. They sold me a service where the artificial intelligence was supposed to get me more leads than I was getting now ready on on Google Ads, and it was supposed to cost me less. The end result was I didn't get a single lead. Of course, then I didn't make any sales, but the cost actually increased. And I compared it with my campaign that I was running at the same time for a different uh, region, and I was doing fine. Eventually, I had to kill that contract and do it myself as well for that region. And my numbers were then suddenly totally different. So that's interesting when you think of that. Sometimes people are selling you stuff that's just for the advantage of them. There are plenty of great marketing agencies out there who can do a really good service for you. And I've used some of them. And they're great people to work with and deliver value and as well a great revenue. Some of them I would even say, when they touch something, it becomes gold. But even they have the limitation. And if they cross the limitation border, there's no revenue return. Or let's say no return of investment. And that's how I think. Nevertheless, this book, it's called Social Marketing. Reaching your audience so they can buy from you with trust. Trust is very important in the buyer situation and, and whether you sell online, on the phone, um, whether you're selling in person somewhere, you're on a stage or you're selling, uh, you've met people and then you're selling them through Zoom or Teams or whatever kind of platform, it doesn't matter. If you do not have their trust, it doesn't matter what you're selling, whether you're selling boots, stickers, um, models, aircraft, computer servers, phone systems, insurance policies, it doesn't matter. You are not going to generate enough revenue to survive. So this book, uh, you can get it on Amazon worldwide as paperback, ebook, of course, and hardcover. 
Can I get it in the US, Canada, Australia, Germany, all over Europe, even Australia, even printed in Australia, which is awesome thing. And uh, let me tell you just the ISBN. I'm going to put it as well in the comments because some of you might get it wrong. Last time I, I did as well number the wrong number. So the ISBN code for the edition 2022, because I keep updating it every year, it's 97984886099907. Social marketing, reaching your audience so they can buy from you with trust. Simple to identify black cover at the front at the top you see a social media icons and um, yeah there's a variety of other extra material that I created as well I have added as well as an add-on that you can get as well from Amazon a social media planner makes it easier to to be a bit consistent because if you start doing these things and you don't have the space to have like whiteboards and all the things you lose track it's normal you can't otherwise avoid it. So the planner is nice and easy. It's a letter format, A4 format, demanding where you order it. And then you can nicely fill it out. This is well a smaller version as well, a pocket version, which I like as well, because you can always take it with you. And if you're traveling, you can you always find space. Now, this book is, is actually quite heavy. Mm -hmm. um, and that explains as well, step-by-step, step, how to do the things, not only what you have to do, but how and why. That's so important. People keep telling them, hey, you have to do this and you have to do that. And, and then they show you flashy stuff and they don't actually explain, explain why. Now, this book has 252 pages. Crazy, crazy when I think of it, how much stuff. And it's really filled. There are no white pages. At least I don't see any here. And yeah, lots of screenshots, pictures, and I've as well marked where you have to click on things, make it much, much easier for you. I firmly advise you, if you want to do these things sincerely and properly for yourself, get yourself the paperback because what I usually like, I, I take these um, sticker markers, you know, these stickers that are different colors, and then I stick them in the books. I'm reading at the moment a book about cybersecurity, and there I mark as well different pages like that, and it's for me easier as well to find things and on these stickers you can write as well some codes and so on makes it a bit easier to keep track and the paperback is printed in grayscale the, the hardcover is color so if you want to have color and see the pictures in color then spend a few dollars more and you'll get the the color version um, of course you can go and get the paperback and then Afterwards, uh, the ebook. If you want to see exactly how the stuff looks in, in color, the ebook is well an alternative. But um, I would take foremost the, the paper version, just easier as well to make marks in it. And you can remark or put a paper in and helps you to keep focused. So use that. It should make things much easier for you because um, the book really shows you how to do the things, why, what to look out, which mistakes to avoid and then you can do it all by yourself and yeah i'm applying all these things that are in the book as well i'm showing as well some advanced thing because at a certain point you change your strategy but that's all shown in the book <clears throat> and 
just do it. Simple. When you think of it, it's it's crazy. I think the book costs, I think it's $20 or $19, $25. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> um, the paperback, the hardcover is more expensive, of course, different print. But uh, yeah, so enjoy it. Get it on Amazon online. You can get it otherwise. Um, Barnes & Noble has it as well in the US. I think Waterstones in the UK has it and some other um, retail. Otherwise, with the ISBN codes, you can as well go to a local bookshop and um, order it to them when you have the ISBN. But the easiest thing, go on Google or look as well on my profile website. I've got meetchrisbarch.com. There you will find as well all the other books. And I'm adding some more books and some little guides that I use as well for myself, time planner and things. Makes life easier. You don't have to reinvent everything, but I like adjusting them so that it fits more to the way I do it. And it's, I think, more convenient. Fits. So just go and get the book and yeah, work through it. Put marks and get yourself for a good start. And even if you've already started your business, increase the level how you look at and how you let others perceive you. You will notice it increases you, your outgoing way and saves you a lot of pain. Tire kickers and all the other things that you dislike in those platforms means if you approach it professionally in all kinds of matters, you have less of those issues, but you have to keep to it. Simply follow the guides and the tips and so on in the book. It's 252 pages. You can't go wrong. It's a lot of text. Took me a long time to write, but yeah, um, I have some friends in in Toronto as well who are using it, and uh, in UK, South Africa, and so on. They're all applying it and and quite happy because they just need the book. And if they have some questions, of course you can ask me. But I think the book answers it pretty well. Yeah, you could do it all by yourself. So see you or hear you soon, and have a great day.